All right. We, uh, we, we're what? recording now. It's the, Oh, now the, we're recording. We're, we're, this, Travis, this that only is it. 20 minutes. The, exactly. You know, you know what? It's, it's okay. So it's, welcome. It's fine. Every, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Welcome, everybody, to the Bourbon and Boca podcast. Oh, man. I am Travis McQueen. I'm Kimberly Garner. And, man, you you almost, like, let me bum, down bum, there, bum. Kim. You almost let me down. What? You, you had a little pause there, and I was like, do you, Am uh, I supposed to do something better than that? No, you, oh. you know, it, it, it just seemed like it, it took you a second. But oh. we have... Oh, like a, I forgot my own name? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> so we have a super, super awesome guest. We have Liam Doran in the house. Welcome to the podcast, Liam. Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. It's awesome to be with you. Man, so so here's here's an interesting story, Liam, and I don't know if you remember this, okay? Wait, um, okay. this is good. I hope everybody's listening because this is awesome. <laughs> he told me this, and I'm like, you have to tell this because it's funny, So I, even if you feel, like, stupid. I, I kind of... <laughs> I, 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 hold on. Before we get started, I'm going to guess I already know what this story is. <gasps> oh. Uh-oh. Travis. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, okay. It happens all the time. If it is. Oh, I told him you'd say that too. <laughs> well, funny. I, I, I don't know if, if, if this is it, but maybe, okay. um, Liam, Let's I, see. I've met you before, <laughs> um, two oh, years ago. Not. Well, now and, I need to know what the other story is. Oh yeah. Well, well we, we, we <laughs> gotta know that, but I met you actually at, uh, at Imaging USA when you was Travis. at the Sigma booth. Oh yeah. Travis. Are you're there? broken up to me. Yeah, you're kind of breaking up. Did you hit a button? Oh, no, I didn't. Can, can you hear me now? Like, yeah. I can hear you, but it is kind of clicking a it's little like, bit. It's uh, like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's clear. Oh, nope. Now, now it's good? It. Yeah, yeah. Don't move. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm not that moving. Okay. Um, but, Where were you again? But at Imaging USA, um, uh-huh. when when Liam was behind the Sigma counter, so... I will say in Nashville? in Nashville, yeah, in Nashville, okay. it was like two years ago. Um, yeah. So is this where you ate the terrible food, Liam? Yes. <laughs> okay, I got done cracking. <laughs> so I go up to this Sigma counter. This this young hotshot photographer who you were the who, young hotshot photographer. Oh yeah, who who oh, took okay. these like super like ghetto <laughs> shots that he was so proud of. Um, uh-huh. He goes up to this Sigma counter, and there's this really tall guy behind the counter so this guy's like oh what kind of lenses do you have so this guy brings out well you know sigma's got this new i think it was like a 14 to 24 or or, or one of their uh, um or, or maybe it was like 24 to 70 or something like that or 28 to 70 was like one of the newer lenses and he okay. was like this is this you know this really good lens you know and i was like oh but you know i'm a sony shooter um and i know sigma lenses actually slow my autofocus down so then this guy's like, actually, you know, I it's not that bad. Like, I'm telling you, you, you won't ever notice it. And then I'm like, well, man, you know, I don't know if You're you know so this or funny. not, but, you know, it, it really does. So this guy's like, hey, you know, I shoot like outdoor adventure, skiing stuff, like super fast paced stuff, man. Like. I, and I've never missed a shot. Like, I've never missed focus like that. So I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I think no. we'll have to pass. So I, I don't know if you remember that. But. but I am sorry for being a complete turd. <laughs> oh, I being a total tool. No, I don't care at all. Uh, 
but I don't. Put- I, I think that on the technical side, I don't think it actually slows. Well, hold on. Oh. A couple different things going on. It's not the autofocus; it's the frame rate. You sometimes yeah. don't get that twenty frames per second <laughs> frame rate. Yeah. But with the now that we're doing the DGDN lenses um, that are made, you know, specific Sony E mount, like. And I still don't, and honestly, I don't, I, I, I've never counted. I've never actually just like pulled the trigger and then counted and looked in Lightroom and to see if it actually gets 20 frames a second or not. Cause yeah. to, cause like we were saying before about being technical, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care either. Yeah. Really, really fast. And other people yeah. are like, oh, you're only getting 16 frames a second. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I got the good. shot. I got so the shot. shut up. <laughs> but I, I, um, I think about that time often and I am just like, man, I was such a tool. And I, I don't know if that's like a, like a, like a beginner photographer thing where it's like you, you take a couple shots and you're like, yeah, I know everything about I this camera. I think it's common, unfortunately. And then you just right. become a tool bag. So, so I, I didn't know if you remembered that. And then I, I was neglecting to actually tell you this story. Cause I was like, he may just hang up the phone on us. Like right then and there. Well, no, I, I don't remember sadly. Um, but, uh, but hopefully I was at least kind and smiled politely and said, while thinking you're a moron. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> now go away. <laughs> you, you definitely did that <laughs> with with the <laughs> utmost candor. You was like, okay. And you just literally like walked off. Carry on. It was, it, it I was gotta good. go. Uh, so now, now I'm interested though. What, what was your story though that you, that you was like, you, you think you know what it is? Oh, okay. So I, there is a very famous Irish rally car, car racer named Liam Durant. Yes. And when ah. I Facebook stalked you, he popped up. Yeah. <laughs> and Travis is like, no, not him. <laughs> yeah. So I okay. had clients like actual <laughs> client calls where people are like, oh, wow. And we didn't even realize you're a rally car racer. And I'm like, <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Like, no, no, no. I'm coming to your ski area to photograph skiing. Do you think that I'm like this world famous rally car racer that just randomly pops into the United <laughs> States to shoot skiing? Just take pictures. And the guy was like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. You know, you're like, wow, you actually really thought that. Wow, um, but more, I've had probably five or six times people think that I, Liam Duran, the photographer, was Liam Duran, the rally car racer. Well, that's funny. yeah. He popped up first. It was weird. Yeah, and then when I went back through and then came back it. in, it was you. He <laughs> crushes my Google like ranking. You I know? I swear oh. that I was going to say that when I googled like the name on because you know I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit of backstory on you know to get to know your, your your history. But as soon as I put in you know Liam Duran right there in Google, it was like yep. this dude in like a Monster Energy like suit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. that's yeah, not the that's cool, tall guy. Like I know. <laughs> like what is this? Yeah. See, my mine is a, a like supermodel named Kimberly Garner, and so Ooh. people get that. And you just let that one roll. You're like, yeah. Oh yes, I well, until I unless they have to actually meet me, well, <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Liam, Kim, Kim actually is a supermodel. She she oh, tried up, out Travis. on America's Next I didn't. Top Model. No, I was but going to because I have an obsession to. with reality television. Mm, <laughs> but I didn't. I'm tall too, <laughs> so I have that, and that's about all I had. <laughs> So Liam, man, oh man, again, thank you for being on the podcast, but you know, I, I want you to introduce yourself to, to our community, kind of give us some of the backstory about who you are. How you got into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, all right. Here, here's the, the it's like origin story. Yeah. Yeah. The origin story. Um, (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. I'm an outdoor photographer, right? So I shoot a lot of skiing, mountain biking, fly fishing, backpacking, wildlife landscape, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I live in Breckenridge, Colorado. Beautiful. Is, yeah, it's a really good spot to be an outdoor photographer. Um, I started way back in the day of film, if you can believe yeah. that. And, I did too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it all began because what? Because I lived in a beautiful place and I was doing fun and interesting stuff. And I was like, I should share this. Like, I should be capturing this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started. Um, and there's there's even a backstory to that, but I'm not going to go there. But uh, but I started shooting and I was I, I was honestly a, a pretty bad photographer to start. <laughs> um, and in fact, really soon, uh, Powder Magazine is uh, going to be putting out a little gallery that kind of talks about this very same thing so okay kind of getting off track here but my very <laughs> first submission to powder magazine was returned and this was a slide film submission mind yeah. you was returned yeah. with a letter and this letter read dear mr duran please take a look at the images in our magazine notice that they are sharp and in focus <laughs> notice how they capture you know like and it you know how they capture the action at the height the peak of the action notice the use of light and shadow when you think that your work is up to this level please feel free to submit again oh my goodness wow. now, i'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit here and making it maybe a little worse than it is <laughs> a little dramatic <laughs> you know so i i get this and i'm just like completely heartbroken yeah. oh and, devastated but i don't quit i keep plugging along and 10 years later it took me 10 full years a decade that same editor that wrote me that letter <gasps> calls me on stage in front of 3000 of my peers to hand me the photo of the year award. Oh that my is goodness. Awesome. See? And yeah. did they remember writing you this note? Like, did you oh, ever absolutely. tell them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like, no, we remember. <laughs> That's I'm crazy. The editor still. And Powder, like, they're in a weird spot right now. They kind of don't exist, but they kind of do exist right now. It's a little bit of a weird thing going on. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still good friends with that editor. We're, we're friends at this point. That, the whole world That has weird, to be but... like, <laughs> that had to be like one of those, like, like, yeah, I, I feel like, so I, I think I've talked I made about it. like, 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 the, like those made it moments, you know, like, like, when did you feel like you made it? But I mean, no matter what, I think that's one of those moments where it's like, yes, I finally, like, I can put the pin yeah. on it. I've made it. Yeah. Well, I kind of love, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that that was, that was like a huge part of my career to be sure. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, but you know, I think the the bigger story is that it took 10 years. <laughs> no. And in, in an age when, you know, I see photographers out there that are crushing yeah. the social media. And they're like, I've been doing it a long time for four and a half years. 11 like, months. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You're like, and I got to say, I'm impressed with a lot of the work. You're like, wow, that's pretty impressive. But, um, but don't you think the internet has changed that? Like we... Like I, I learned on film too. And all I had was like my teacher in high school teaching right. us what he taught us with our book. And now everything, all of the information for everything, you can just, whoop, oh, well, how do I get it to look like this? Well, how do I do yep. that? Well, what is the yep. best? Da, da, da. And I yeah. swear people progress so much quicker with the, the internet. learning curve is like almost non-existent. You know, when you and I started, there was no YouTube. There was right, yeah, the yeah. Everything was like figured out on your own. Yeah, um, and I didn't know famous photographers or anything. I was just 
you know, you just kind of were doing what you liked. And <laughs> no, I think I took a picture of a skeleton and that made it into like our gallery thing. And it was so stupid, but it was a man right. angle, by the way, Travis, I was like, right. no. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it's a funny thing that I, I always feel that pain when the young girls come up and I'm like, and, and a lot of times in family photography, and I'm just like, Oh, they're so good at this. And they're so good at Instagram. And I can't even figure out how to, post a story in here like why <laughs> all we can do is be happy for him and pat him on the back yeah i know like, i say nice you know, <laughs> it is it really is so it so it liam is. how long have you been shooting like like how long i guess entire it, like from, from, from the career here i i have a, a little bit of a tenuous start uh back in the early 90s uh my parents were kind enough to send me on a Knowles semester Southwest. I don't even know what Knowles is. It's National uh -uh. Leadership School. Oh. And it's very expensive to do. It was a big deal, but I knew I wanted to do this for years and years. They saved up and they sent me on a semester Southwest. That's Before awesome. I left, my dad bought me a little Canon Rebel. And 20 rolls of film. Oh and my goodness. So I go on this backpack. This is a, a, a leadership school. So it's backpacking and rock climbing and canoeing yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And I'm shooting and photographing and shooting and photographing. And, and, and I look back in my mind's eye and I think I might actually be doing some good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So at one point, my camera and 18 rolls of film go on top of the van. We're in Mount Lebanon, <gasps> Arizona. And I no. and, and I'm like, hey, should hey Chris, should we strap down the backs, the packs? He's like, no, nah, they're good. It'll all stay there. <gasps> so we get down to Tucson, my pack is gone. I oh, drive no. back up at night. We pull no. out the flashlights. We search everywhere mm -mm. for my backpack. Back. So my first taste of being an outdoor photographer and being a wilderness photographer is gone. Gone. You don't even gone. Oh. And see, see if it was this day and age they would have uploaded you would have uploaded it to your phone. Right. And if you lost the SD card you would have had it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's wild. There's oh, a very awful. well known um, outdoor photographer, a guy named Corey Rich. You probably know have heard of him. He's yeah. a phenomenal photographer. He has a very same story except oh, really? a similar <laughs> story, except his picture his photos did not get lost. They all ended up in like Patagonia, and I feel like, <laughs> you know, you're just like, wow. And he, I told oh, him that wow. story, and he was like, "That's heartbreaking." He's yeah. Like, yes, it is, 100. percent So I I'm mad. lost photography. I just quit for quite a while. <gasps> I was just huh. like, screw it, I'm over it. And then it wasn't until I moved to Breckenridge, how you know, whatever, eight years later, that I got back into it. Yeah. So yeah, did, did, did so you pretty, do anything between that between then or was photography like, did you always know like, hey, at the end of the day, like this is what I want to pursue and this is what I want to do? I knew from a young age that I wanted to be a photographer. Um, and this is how I know. So I grew up, you know, my dad was a skier and we did a lot of hiking on my on the coffee table at my house was always a National Geographic. Uh, yeah, probably the North Face catalog. <laughs> um, yeah. you know ski and or skiing powder magazine were usually around yeah and i loved photography from a very young age i had cut those pictures out i put them on my wall i mm -hmm. followed the work of art wolf of oh man uh you know um galen rowell was a huge influence on me he was the man back then he invented basically what i do yeah guys like ace cavalli a little bit later um Mark Shapiro was big in the ski world. I knew who these guys were. I cut out their pictures. I put them on my wall. I put them on the wall of my 
of the ski shop that I worked in. Like, yeah. loved it. And I wanted yeah. to be a part of it. That. Did you go to college for any of it? Or, like, the last guy we had on actually went to college for photography, and we told him he was a unicorn because it's that's almost total always, un- that's like, it, it is. Unicorn. Yeah, and he's got a cool job now. Like, if his job is, like, dream job. Travis would just die if somebody oh, gave yeah. him that job. But, I mean, oh, yeah. um, it, it's such a funny thing because I'm like, well, I took it in high school, and I learned film, and I'd be in the darkroom kind of thing. And then I didn't do it until I had kids, and then I'm like, oh, he's cute. I should take pictures of him, you know? But um, self-taught. So were you mostly self-taught or? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got, I have a degree in geography, which I barely graduated (laughs) out of college. You know, it was a disaster getting me out of college even. All I wanted to do was be in the mountains. Um, And I went to, I went to East Carolina, no less, like nowhere near the mountains. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've been, I, I have like 110 credits and absolutely no degree. So you did better than I did. (laughs) I changed my major like six times. It was like everything under the sun. One time it was a radio DJ. That was the, <laughs> like, one time it was occupational safety and health. It's been all over. So you're, you're much more, <laughs> at least you got that degree. <laughs> yeah, I did. Cause my mom cried basically. Yeah. So <laughs> like, fine. I better finish it. <laughs> yeah. So, That's so funny. Liam, man. Um, so looking at your work, like or just like like the past clients. Now I'll also see on here that you've actually worked with National Geographic Adventure, right? No, I never really worked there. Nope, that's not true. I did. I have. They used to run some photos of mine. Okay. Uh, oh. Back in the day, uh, you know, like on their Instagram page. But I've mm-hmm. I have not worked for those guys. Yeah, like but, specifically okay. for them. But you 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 submitted some some stuff and they actually printed that like was that in, in any kind of magazine or or where where did they put those those photos? Or just their adventure? That was all social media. Okay, that's still which like, is the thing now, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But back then it was kind of a slap in the face. You're like, oh, you oh. Know, to like social media. Oh, like, and now oh, it's oh, the thing. Print, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah awesome. I, I like a magazine too, though. Like, I want to hold it in my hand. Well, Nat Geo Adventure doesn't exist anymore. That's been out of print for years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so then it is just a. It's so yeah. funny how things change that way. I know it is. See, so this is something that that I've I've kind of always had this this feeling of, and I've talked to a few people, and and uh, you you may know Paul Giroux. Do, do you know Paul Giroux, Liam? Uh, I do Travis actually. Name I don't know him well, but he actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. He helped me out and put me in touch with Sony. As a matter oh of wow, Paul seriously I can't is. Even put me in touch with Sony. Because <laughs> you shoot Canon. You shoot Canon. I know, but it's because I'm too you, broke to buy the you, Sony. You, you need to just denounce Canon online right now, and then we we, we can see where <laughs> we can go Fine. from there. Um, All right. But Paul, um, he he's been one one of my huge like kind kind of kind of mentors. Um, yeah. and things like that, but I, I've talked to him a lot, kind of talked to him about kind of like the his history, his background, and how he got started, but the one thing that I would say after talking to him and Damien Strohmeyer and a few others, it, I feel like people or photographers that have got started in the 90s, like really big into oh, like the yeah. print media, started on, on film, I, they, I feel like they have become better photographers and I think yeah. they are more solid and consistent photographers, especially yeah. compared to the newer people that we have today. Like, do you, do you have any kind of thoughts on that? Do you agree with that? Or where, where, where are you saying on that? Well, um, I think we're different photographers. Um, I grew up, I shot a ton of editorial 
for different magazines. I've shot a fair amount of commercial work. I'm actually doing more commercial work now than I was back then. Um, but here's the difference. Um, as an editorial photographer, kind of where I come from, all my work is very true to life for yeah. better yeah. or worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's everyone has their uh their whatever their presets pack or their yeah hey, take a picture <laughs> of this tree and then drop in this sunset or this sunset yeah yeah star trails yeah. and i'm like yeah to me that's oh, absolutely abhorrent like that yeah. Is I yeah i saw on your instagram it says something like all these pictures are these pictures like it looked like this while i was here i forget how you right. it no, they're, that. They're, but, they're <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah yeah the real photos at one time time yeah exactly and yeah that's that, kind that's... of my my ethos or my ethic towards photography like i'm never gonna drop in a fake sunset or fake star trails and a yeah. lot of people do a lot yeah oh yeah yeah see i don't you even... know and people are like have you seen so-and-so's work it's unbelievable you're like yeah it's unbelievable because it's it's not true it's not well, believable yeah, never... <laughs> yeah. well, I... well and it's a different talent too. Like even in portrait photography with families and different things, people do the same thing, drop in a fake sky or swap heads on people or like they right. do all these things. And I'm like, to me, that's a different skill. That's not necessarily photography. That's like Photoshop skills or well, right. whatever you'd call that digital art. I don't even know, yeah, but it, it's a and, and different it thing is. to me. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I've even seen, you know, that, that mean I, I've seen all that stuff happen with a lot of landscape stuff. And I know mm -hmm. a lot of people really like, like, and I, I'm one of them. Like if, if at any point you start putting in like Photoshop or like, like doing stuff like that, like in, in my opinion, if you're using like Lightroom or something like that to maybe like get rid of like a piece of trash on the ground, like I, yeah, I don't different. think that's yeah. too bad. But if you're like actually manipulating the image in, in a certain manner, like I, I think that's bad. And I think not too long ago, there was a, a, a lady who shot a gorgeous, like, Milky Way uh, shoot out in the desert somewhere, and it was published on Nas National Geographic, um, but Ooh. somebody actually dimed her out because she had actually done, like, a sky replacement tool or, or something Ooh. like that. And yeah. it, w it was, like, super wild, but it was, it was like, a big deal. And I it just kind of shows, like, hey, like, that stuff really is real. You know, it's like, don't do that like don't try to pass that stuff well off. i think it's okay to do it but you gotta say you did it like there you can't you go, act Kimberly. like you just nailed the shot you know yeah. but, like i'm okay with it but be like i swapped their head that kid was freaking out yeah. <laughs> and, now, you're, you're, and now he's smiling Kim, <laughs> you know? Kimberly nails it there that's exactly <laughs> it it's like it is an incredible skill yeah and it's and an art want but to it's different digital art that's freaking awesome. fine do yeah it. yeah just yeah. call it digital art yeah right it's not photography right i agree so I agree. <laughs> so photography but I, is I, it. Well, photography is it. No, yeah. So, so, so photography <laughs> was it. This this was the the path. Um, was the parents always supportive of that, or did you ever find that? Because I always feel like that's yeah. a probably big deal too. Because I know a lot of people really don't understand photography in the, in the manner, especially when it comes to jobs. Right. Yeah. Um, no, they were not <laughs> always supportive. No. <laughs> but uh, later in life, they were. Like, there was definitely a big, uh, whatever you call it, uh, like a little powwow. Um, you know, my dad wanted me to do some different kind of work. He had, a, yeah. you know, he wanted me to be professional minded and do this and do that. And mm -hmm. um, it was pretty clear that wasn't happening. 
And at one point he did, we went for a walk one day and he told me, he's like, Hey, you know, you know, and I was, so at this point I was, you know, I had probably just been rejected by powder. I was probably oh. making $12 and 50 cents an hour or something ridiculous at a ski shop. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like ready to throw in my chips. So I was like, this is stupid. I got to go make some money and make a life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he walked me around and he was like, you know, you got a good life here. Your life is good. Like, do you yeah. want to really live the corporate life that I did? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't yeah. do it. Just figure yourself out. Just stay put, figure it out, and you'll be all right. And so yeah. I was like, and I couldn't believe that this would come from my father. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to do it then. I'm going <laughs> to stick it out. And uh, yeah, and the rest is kind of history. Here we are 24 years later. I've been here for 24 years in Breck. So man, that's, that, that's, that's awesome. So what was your first, like your first, like big gig? Shooting for the ski area, the local ski area, for sure. That was my first one where you got a real paycheck and doing real work. Um, yeah, that was my first real gig. Now, and you gotta be a good skier, right? Like I can't get into ski photography. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I can ski. <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> like I, I fell down my steps the other day, and it's like ten steps, and I like literally legit. My dad was here visiting, and he was like, "What was that noise?" And I was like, "I fell down the steps." So skiing is probably out of it for me. <laughs> I need like somebody to take me out on a snowmobile and just like drop me off. No, nah, skiing's it's a huge <laughs> part of my life. That's um, I can't skiing since I was three, and uh, you know I skied today. Um, that's, it's a huge part of my life. So I've ha- cross country skied, but that was it. Nice. <laughs> and I was exhausted, so I probably sat down. So, like, so midway. how long <laughs> have you been skiing? Like, was that always something that you did as Literally a young age three. as well, or is that just kind of something that you evolved into in your teenage years when you got the job at the ski resort? No, no, no. We've been, my family has been, my mom and dad were skiers in the 60s. Um, They built a ski house up in uh, uh, Gore Mountain, New York, way back in the day. So that was like 1963 to 64. Um, They brought me skiing, you know, when we lived in California. So I was three when I started skiing. Then we lived in Colorado for a while. We continued skiing. I've been a skier my entire life. Like it's. So you've always lived where? It was it, it was a thing. Not really. I went to high school in Connecticut and like oh. <laughs> you know kind of skied there, but not really. Yeah. I went to college in North Carolina and really fell away from it. But oh, yeah. always yeah. knew that I would be coming back to it, and I did. That's awesome, That's man. Fun. So, what was your first uh, your, your your first magazine then? Because. That that's always something that's interesting as well because even when you mm. kind of start in that like, career, so you, interested, you, yeah. You, you start yeah. getting it, you know, maybe a, a couple of paychecks, you know, and stuff like that. But I always feel like, you know, for me, like in the print, yeah. If you get something so, in print, I think that's that like was, that defining moment where it's like, oh, I'm here, I'm here, I'm going somewhere. It is very true. Um, print was king back then. It still kind of is for me. Well, it definitely is for me. I don't know if it's king and the, you know, I don't think any of the younger kids care about it. Yeah. Um, oh, they do. I'll tell a story about that. It's a weird okay. thing. I wonder <laughs> if you know about it, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so it was probably right after I had, you know, maybe about two years after my horrific uh, slide film submission debacle at powder. Yeah. <laughs> I, I immediately, not immediately in 2004, I transitioned to digital and I bought a Canon. What was it? A 20 D. And wow. my photography skyrocketed once I got that camera. And I got my first publication, 
Um, and I remember it very vividly. I was so excited. The skier was a guy named Tommy Halmos, who now lives in Hawaii. And it was, oh, in, it was in the side country of Breckenridge, little side country zone. Oh, and wow. Backcountry Magazine published it. Uh, the editor <laughs> back then was Chuck Waskuch. And I was so over the top to see it <laughs> in print in a beautiful magazine. And that was that was number one. That was the very first time I got a photo in print. And since then, I probably have, oh my, I don't even know, hundreds, hundreds of tear sheets at this yeah, point. Yeah, I've seen on, on your website, you have a bunch. Now, here, here's my thing, too. Do you, do you have a copy of the very first one? Yeah, magazine? you got to. I do. Yeah, oh, I yeah. I have, a, yeah, yeah. I have a print copy of maybe not every photo, but damn near every photo that I've ever published is in print. So um, down in my basement, I have stacks of, of magazines, whether That's they're so cool. covers or feature stories or gallery shots. Um, you know, the thumbnails, I don't really care that much about, but yeah. covers, gallery shots, and feature stories, I have them all. And there's, you know, they're piled to the ceiling, basically. And I, that is so and I saw you have a couple of kiddos, right? I do, I do. I have two beautiful little girls, Bergen and And Elsa. that's that's so amazing for them, though, to be able to look back, you know, like that. Yes. That'll be so it is. cool it's for them. It's pretty cool. That's my It's little... so much better in the magazine than it is. Like, they can look it up on the internet, but the magazine is cool. That's a great right. It really cool is. Thing. It is. Yep, I agree. So, are, so do any you... of them ha- have any interest in, uh, in being a photographer? Oh, yeah. In what? What? Do, 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 it, your do the girls have, have any interest in, in photography? Um, I would think they have more interest. My L, my older daughter, eldest daughter, my older daughter, <laughs> I think she might have more fun in front of the camera. Oh yeah, um, I got one of those. <laughs> yeah, so, and Elsa as well. I mean, we're talking skiing here specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's seen. I have a bunch of great photos and publications with a couple of phenomenal women skiers that I uh, ah yeah mm-hmm. and she's like oh I want to be like Amy I'm gonna can do I, that can I ski with yeah. you like and I was yeah. like well you can but it's hard you know <laughs> yeah and and I just want my kids to enjoy skiing I'm not pressuring them in that world at all in yeah. any way shape or form but if they want to do it it's they'll a be there heck to document it right <laughs> around the world for free and go take photos. And you know, I have a pretty good light. It's a pretty cool living. Yeah. Oh, I, so, I believe it. So here, here's something too that I, I think is huge, and this is something that, you know, for me, that's been what I've been trying to kind of aspire to is that is that outdoor travel photographer, um, who you know who can hopefully get sponsorships or whatever else to go to these places and take really cool shots, right? Or just carry somebody's bags, you know, that, that goes yeah, to these well, cool I'll shots, carry you know, somebody's just bag anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. But something that I've always found interesting is how you make money in that realm. So mm. just asking you from everything that you, from all the knowledge and all the experience, like what could you tell the listeners out there who are outdoor travel photographers as far as like what to do, what routes to, you know, the best take and what to kind of look into? Whew, that's a big question. Um, and and had you stayed at Imaging USA, I have an entire yeah, Travis. You should have stayed. That <laughs> 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 You're never gonna live that down. <laughs> no, I, 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 I shouldn't have said anything. 
No, no, no you should have. It's a good story. You, you totally yeah. should have. Yes. Um, the biggest thing is that you have to have multiple revenue streams for all your shoots. Like you can't, you can't go to Switzerland specifically to shoot an editorial piece. Like mm-hmm. you will, uh, it just doesn't work. So okay. the way you do it is you combine everything with the athlete sponsors, with mm-hmm. tourism boards, with magazines. So you have this three-headed hydra of income, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. Sorry, three-headed hydra. I think the bourbon is starting to talk. Do um, it. I, yes. I, I, you do you want to plug the bourbon? Where is it from? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I have some. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking the Breckenridge Reserve Blend, the Breckenridge Distillery D- Reserve Blend. It's beautiful. There you go. Shout, shout yeah. out Breckenridge Distillery. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to go. <laughs> but the Take bottom line is like you have to have those multiple sources. So like, you know, whether it's coming from, you know, we went to Norway and we got money from yes. the tourism board. We get those, money from a backpack oh. company. We get some money from uh, a couple other sources. So you have like, you know, your your trip is fronted already, right? Yeah. So you start mm-hmm. at zero dollars. And then from there, you're like looking around you're like, oh, okay. Oh, you're sponsored by so-and-so. Let's call those guys and see what uh, they need. Oh, okay. okay, they need X, Y, and Z. I'll do, let's do that. And, and it just kind of builds from there. And then you're doing the, an editorial piece as well. So you get, you know, editorial money isn't that great, but still <laughs> that's money. Money's so money. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bottom line for me is I try to start every trip at zero dollars. Yeah. I'm, if okay. I'm going to chill, anything I'm after that's great. It's already paid for done. I'm at Got zero. It. So I'm not in the hole. I'm already at net zero. And then, for, and then I build from there, whether it's through sponsors or whatever it is, I build up from there. So, and are you having to reach out and hit up people or do they reach? I'm, I'm sure it's probably a little bit of both because you've already have both. a name. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's both, but you still have to battle for it. It's there's no gimmies in this world. Um, you still have to write good, good, strong pitches. You have to have okay. budgets dialed in. You have to be smart about it. It's not like you're just like, Hey bro, I'm going to. Alaska, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't yeah. 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 Uh, or it doesn't happen anymore, I should say. And I never got in on that. Like, all my stuff is very well thought out, well-researched. Um, and, yeah, that that's kind of how you do it. It's be like smart about to, it. Yeah, you got to be smart about it. And it's, it's a lot of work. Um, there's a lot of computer work that people don't see. They're like, oh, you just get to go to – Switzerland or Norway and go do push that rest. button. I'm like, well, kind of. Yeah, but there's a tremendous amount of work on the back end that you that, that no one else sees. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, that's the thing. Even in family photography, like I think we always get cheap people going, "Well, I want my family pictures taken, and we only want ten minutes. We only need five pictures." And it's like, well, that's not really how this works. <laughs> like, right. And right. I hate always having to fight that battle, but it's good to hear that it's in all photography and not just. Well, My I, realm. I even think like oh, yeah. one, one of the the bigger points that that what you said, and honestly, like you know, I I didn't know any of that. So I mean, you know, you answering that for me right there is huge for me. But Travis I, was just trying to get information out of you I, right I really there. Was, <laughs> and that was me locating some, some of those <laughs> He's like secrets. writing it down. Um, He's going to study it later. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing is to understand that there is no gimmies in this industry. Yeah. And at yeah, the end no, of the yeah. day, like it's you competing with you know, everybody else. And that's and called, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's always the thing I always think about too, is, you know, from what I've 
heard and understand, you know, a lot of the big companies like Apple and and Patagonia, the North Face, and all that stuff, like, they have a Rolodex, and they have these people that they probably already kind of know, they vetted, they've worked with them before. Trust, yeah. Yeah, they trust them. Um, so if you are new to this, you you have to have something that says, hey, to I prove. can do this to prove that you're ready for that next level and that you're going to give them something better than those other people. So it's like you're competing with Chris Burkhardt, Renan Ozturk, Jimmy Chin, all those guys. Like you're competing Liam with Duran. them. <laughs> Liam, Liam Duran, yeah. You're, you're welcome. With these guys. Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. You did, you did. Oh, good. Uh, really? You're, 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 you're competing welcome. competing with welcome. these guys. So, I mean, it's you, you really have to know your craft, know what to do, um, and sell yourself. And, and, right. and this is kind of gets you to another thing, you know, there's a whole slew of like online photo classes, you know, how, how to do oh, pitching and stuff like that. But what's been the biggest thing for you? Do, do you do a media kit? Um, or, or, or do you just kind of do like an actual, like, um, I don't know, like Excel spreadsheet with stuff? Like, like what's kind of, what, what's your take on that? And, and how do you reach out to those brands? <sighs> Um, don't tell all your secrets. Travis is just being sneaky. He thinks you've right. got a bourbon <laughs> now. He's going to hit you up. Be, be vague. <laughs> I, I don't don't tell your secrets. I, you know, I don't even know if I have a good answer for that. I do, I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I ju- experience. I just, but don't get me wrong. I get, I get um, stonewalled all the time. Uh, mm. You know, I reach out to brands and I get nothing. And then mm-hmm. sometimes something today. I hate that. I think today, it's so rude. They could at least giant answer. Land in my lap. Oh, that's know? awesome. Boom. Fell out of the sky. They're like, hey, we want you to shoot this five day mark full book, you know, like a big shoot. And I just. Do you need I someone to carry your bags? Because Travis and <laughs> uh, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> We're like, we'll not. be there. We'll pay for ourselves. <laughs> so I, I think a lot of it is sweat equity, and you just yeah. plugging away, and and you don't quit. Um, Even if it takes ten like, years, you just keep but, trucking. But I don't want people to think that I just like can you know pick up the phone and call you know whoever and be yeah. like, hey, I want to shoot this and that like that. You know, that, yeah, that probably happens for a couple of photographers, but in general, that's not really how it works. Yeah, yeah. definitely not feasible. And this kind of leads me into into a really good segue into kind of so, some of the positions that you have. So you are a, a is it is it a Sigma Pro or is it a Sigma Ambassador? Um, Travis, did you move because you're broken up again? <laughs> oh no, is that better? Yeah. Okay. No. No. See, this is how terrible we are. No, it's still broken up. Okay. Do you hear it, Liam, or is it just me? Maybe it's me. I haven't no, moved, I, though. I, I hear it, too, but it's, oh. it's, it's well, doable. Okay. Anyway. Okay, Travis. It's good. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Uh, Carry on. It's fine. in there. What was it again? Um, Sorry, I interrupted. No, I was going to say, you know, this this kind of segues into a good spot with you Nothing. being, uh, is, it, is it a Sigma Pro, or, or is it a oh, Sigma right, Ambassador? Oh, right, right, right. Um, well, they just changed that de- designation very recently. It used to be that we were Sigma pros, but now we are all we are uh, considered Sigma ambassadors. Okay. So when when did when did you get to Sigma, um, and, and how did that relationship kind of unfold? Oh, that that's a that's awesome actually. So that started way back in the day. I was shooting on Canon cameras, and I needed a super wide angle for my Canon Seven D. And mm. basically the Canon, their super wide angle was 
nine hundred dollars or something, a thousand bucks, and the mm-hmm. Sigma one was three hundred and fifty. And Dang. you know, let's let's you know not pretend anyone's getting rich in this world. I was like, <laughs> oh sweet, I can save a bunch of money and get this super yeah. wide angle. I was like, I'm gonna buy it, so I bought it, and I shot a cover with it, and then I shot another cover with it, and then I shot a two-page spread. Wow. So I shared that, of course, with the guys at Sigma, and they were like, wait, what? What's going on? This is amazing. Can we share? Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, yeah, sure. So then I bought a 7200 as well. Same thing. My old Canon 7200 F4 was kind of dying. So I bought the, uh, a uh, sorry, a Sigma 7200 2.8. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same for the same reason. I was like, well, I can save a bunch of money and, you know, I want to travel to Utah. I want to go up to Jackson, and that's going to cost some money. So if I save some money on this lens, I can travel. So I bought that lens, and boom, powder cover. Yeah. And they, so the name of the cover of this powder cover is called Colorado. We're looking at you. And they <laughs> chose this cover because through a raging snowstorm and through his goggles, you can see the athlete's eye tack. Wow. I'm googling that as soon so as it's on here. So <laughs> when I got a hold of that, they're like, "Okay, what's yeah, it's money. Here? We yeah. add you to the team." So they brought me on board, and this was this is probably 2015, 2016, oh. something like that. Oh wow! I want to be like 16? recent, and then I realize it's six years ago. But yeah, still. Yeah, you're like, oh, that was yesterday. No, it's yesterday. 2021. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they kind of brought me on board there, and um, and then the you know the the other part of that, which I think a lot of listeners might be interested in, is that you know the photography is a big part of it, but brands love it when you can write, and yeah. that oh. was kind of the ceiling of the deal for me. Ceiling of the deal. Sealed the deal yeah. for me was that I could actually Carbon. write, and they didn't have to really edit. I could turn it uh, in and be like, oh, sweet, boom. this is amazing. Print it, so, yeah. Um, that is good. So, and and to that effect, I'm still writing to this day. I write as much as I can. Um, I'm not a great writer, but I'm a serviceable writer. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's, feel like it's a that's awesome. it's a dying art too, because I swear they don't teach stuff to. I'm trying to do, my kids because it snowed two and a half inches outside. I've I've had to homeschool them. Well, not homeschool, but like virtual. And I'm like, what in the world is this stuff? It's so bizarre how they teach things. So I think that the being able to write well is probably a huge skill. To it's have. a big deal. They, yeah, and you it can do it without like all the words corrections and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they were testing out a couple, I, I think, I don't know. I, they're probably going to hear this and they're going to be like, we weren't testing out. They won't. <laughs> nobody from listens. What hear, <laughs> from what I hear, they were testing out a couple of outdoor photographers. And as much as they love the photography and the color uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff, they were like, the writing is really good. Let's really? Get this guy on board. Well, yeah, because if it's a young person, the writing might be atrocious, and they're like, atrocious. <laughs> I, I, I also look at it, you know, as, as far as, like, photography, like, and, and this is a, an unpopular opinion, like, I'm, I subscribe to the, to the, to the, what I call a realistic idea that what we do mm-hmm. isn't exactly rocket science. Is there skill? Oh. Is there art? Yeah. Is there things to it? A hundred percent. But... You know, if you put three photographers together, like three solid photographers, you're going to get 
guess what? Three solid images. So what, right. are, they, what are these three photographers doing to set themselves apart from the others? And the you writing know, is it, a huge, I, yeah, that makes Writing sense. would be a big one. Any type of like public speaking, I, I would assume would be one, you know, if they do any oh, type yeah. of like courses or classes, or if they do anything like that to kind of reach a community, like, I yep. feel like it's all about not necessarily what you're doing, like as like your, your your main gig, but it's like what are the side gigs you got kind of going on in the background that can help support you and kind of, you know, again separate you from somebody else, um, right? So you know, right? And and public speaking is another big one too, and I do a lot of public speaking for for Sigma, um, and that's the first one I ever did. I it was a Telluride Photo Fest, and I was intensely nervous about it <laughs> oh man really nervous and then um since then now i actually enjoy it quite a bit and i look forward to it um going in front of people and doing a slideshow and telling them basically what i'm telling you guys yeah, yeah. is is really fun and enjoyable and at this point i really don't get that stage fright i mean you always get a little bit two minutes before you go on but yeah in general none like and i enjoy That's amazing. it it's fun I'd have a heart attack and like fall into a puddle. It, it, <laughs> I'd just die right there on stage. It, I can do it on the podcast because nobody can see me. <laughs> I think that helps. But. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt the first time, but after after a little while, I invite, practice makes perfect. <laughs> so, so during COVID, you know, we're doing all these same idea, but we're doing it online. Online, you know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I hate it. Oh um, no. <laughs> sorry everyone. I don't hate it because um because I hate doing it. I hate right. that I can't see I don't it's a different. Can't see the people out there. Yeah. Right. We've right, done some right. big ones too. We did one for B and H that was really big. Ooh, did, love B and H, yeah. Yeah, we did one for Hunt's photo that was really big. A couple for Hunt's photo that was really big. Uh we did a who else did we we did a bunch and there were like you know, whatever, 600 people in the chat room, but I can't but see them. can't see them. Yeah. You're yeah, just sitting yeah, there yeah. staring at your computer, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea if I'm connecting with this people. Like when if they're nodding stage, or if they're, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're on stage, you can connect with people. You make eye contact with these folks. You, they raise their hands. You, you know if you're hitting a home run or totally striking out, and yeah. that's just – it, you know, I look forward to the day when we can be back on stage again, honestly. Oh, yes, I think we all do. Have oh, you yeah. seen the Clubhouse thing? It, you have to have Apple in order to do it. The Clubhouse thing where cool it's like enough. chat room. I don't have an invite. No one invited me to Clubhouse. I, I will invite you myself. Travis has an invite, but I have an Android, so he can't even invite me. I don't even have mm. the right phone. Yeah. Oh. I'm just right. broken everywhere. <laughs> so it's, but if you have an Apple. Invite, yeah, I, I'm going to send you an invite after after this podcast. I mean, so Clubhouse is 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 good. You know, what, I, what I've what i always kind of attributed it to is basically this. It, it's a podcast. Where, it's like a group chat. Yeah, it, it's basically like a group chat. Um, but again, you know, it's a little bit better because whoever you have on stage, or you know, that's what I guess that's what they call it. Like you can kind of get their feedback from their from their voice and stuff. Are they messaging and stuff, or, the, no, or, or do people it's respond just to audio. stuff? It's just audio, and you, oh. people can raise their hand and ask questions and stuff, and you can kind of oh. let, them, let them come up, which is pretty cool. But it, yeah. I think it still kind of comes to that like very you know, digital age, like you don't really know kind of what they're saying or you don't really know how they feel, you know, so it's, it's still kind of that you're, you're talking to Zoomy. talking to deep space, but at the same time, right. it, it is pretty cool if you can get a bunch of people in the room together. Um, yeah. 
So this leads me again to kind of just kind of go back, man. Like you, your, your story really is super interesting and, and super inspiring to me as, as a photographer who's, who's just kind of really trying to hit, hit the bricks and hit the road on all this stuff. So a, a huge, lustrous career, right, um, with what you have <laughs> with, with, with skiing stuff. You get brought on by, by Sigma. Uh, th- that's a huge thing. Obviously, the, the whole thing with Powder Magazine, like that's – that's hits you right in the gut, man, which is all, all those good feels, but yeah. you're, you're not stopping like, like that. You're not slowing down. Like I, I've noticed that you've been more busy now. It seems like, especially in the past probably month, you know, it seems like I'm always seeing updates with you of you doing some commercial shoots and things like that. So what have you got going on right now, man? Like what, what's that you can talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are a few things we can't talk about a few things. We can. <laughs> uh, mostly it's a lot, it's really funny. It's all commercial shooting right now, which is great. Yeah. Um, uh, but we're in a really funny spot right now with the snowpack. And this isn't going to make sense to a lot of people, but right now our snowpack is very, very bad, meaning there are humongous avalanches happening all over <gasps> oh. the place. Yeah, we uh, wondered what that – because you had a few posts about it. I'm like, what is the snowpack? What does that mean? So That's crazy. Even like the New York Times has been running stories about people dying in avalanches, <gasps> and these are very, very close to areas that I work in. Yeah. Mm. So it's a really trying time. So I have, let's see, I have one, two, three commercial, ongoing commercial shoots that I'm having to postpone or slow down because we can't shoot in the backcountry. Wow. You just, just can't be out there. Sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And luckily, you know, most of the clients completely understand. Yeah. Uh, one shoot, I've moved totally inbounds. I'm like, we cannot shoot in the backcountry. Um, so. And there's no on, warning on like an avalanche like that, right? I mean, like you're literally out there and then all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. You. I mean, there are. I mean, that's a whole. It's probably a whole. Thing. Don't think, never mind. Ignore I said that. <laughs> But, but to me, but, I'm like, you know, oh no, <laughs> yeah. But in general, we know that it's very dangerous to be out. Okay, there. I got you. Um, There's warning signs of things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and so we're having to step it back quite a bit because it is dangerous. People are dying. We have yeah. had a record number of deaths. Death. Ugh, deaths. There we go. <laughs> this year in Colorado. Urban. <laughs> Breckenridge and, Distillery. Uh, Shout out to them again. Yeah. Breckenridge. Yeah. <laughs> And I've shot for them. For the tongue tie. Ooh. Um, but, um, but yeah, it, it's, it, I don't know. It's just, it's really challenging right now. So, so now I'm in that crunch where we're getting a little later in the season mm-hmm. and you're trying to juggle all these different commercial shoots. You're like, yes, I can do that. Cause you'd never say no to anything. Right. Yeah. What am I going to squeeze that in? <laughs> and, uh, and, and you can't really shoot in the backcountry, or you can, but I don't know. It's just it's too risky. It's it's really risky right yeah. now. So what I mean, again, coming from a, a, an ignorant person to to all of that stuff, like what what kind of contributes to to this bad snowpack? I mean, is is it from like, yeah. like warm temperatures? Is is there something more with like moisture? Like like what what is it? The the main thing for us here in Colorado, at least, is. We got a fair amount of snow early in the season, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it gets extremely cold. And what that does is it – this is going to be kind of technical, but it mm-hmm. turns all the snow into what we call facets. 
Mm-hmm. And facets are like I don't even know how to describe it. They're like marbles. They don't oh. bond together. You can't make a snowball out of it. Mm-hmm. Imagine oh, okay. scooping up snow, and it, you can't make a snowball. Just like that's what we get here. It's just hand. ice. Yeah. So so now you have that on the bottom. Now mm-hmm. we put a hard layer on top of that due to either sun or wind. Mm-hmm. Now on top of that, we have a huge amount of snow. Oh, not a huge amount, but another couple feet of snow. On top That's of that, a huge amount. <laughs> so it's basically like a bowling ball oh. on top of you know a an encyclopedia that's resting on uh, you know like champagne glasses. Yeah, it's just it's like wobbly. it just wants to collapse. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. that's kind of where we are, and it's really challenging and scary, and yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's that's why we're chatting tonight is because I couldn't be what, no, I was supposed dude, what you're to supposed be. to be doing. <laughs> yeah, something more like, productive. Oh, I'm going to be down in the San Juan, so we're going to shoot this and that. I'm going to shoot for this brand and that brand, and I was like, no. So, so here's oh. here's an interesting proposition. Could you take some? <laughs> so, so, so could you take some super rad ski shots, not on snow, but on the sand dunes in Colorado? <laughs> Um, well, that no. has been done, but no. No. <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> I, mean, I want to go anywhere yeah. and take pictures on all the things, but I'm stuck here in Tennessee. <laughs> so. Oh, well. <laughs> so, so, Liam, I mean, with all this stuff, was, was you always kind of, like, primed for commercial photography? Because, again, like, commercial photography, outdoor photography, like, yeah, you can merge those two into, like, you know, really awesome stuff. But I feel like you still have to kind of have a love for both, like, individually. So is it something you always wanted to get into was commercial work? Or was you always kind of more on the travel kind of adventure side and just kind of fell into it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely comes from the adventure and action sport side of things and the commercial stuff that is born out of the editorial stuff mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense so it's like yeah. you know the all, you know the marketing managers see all your work that goes in the magazines like oh wow this is really cool we want to work with this guy so mm-hmm. commercial was never my initial target yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, and it was always editorial, and I still love shooting editorial, even though it pays way less. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love it because you have so much creative freedom there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, of course, it's really strange, actually. Like, I don't know why I haven't shot an editorial, a full-blown editorial piece in almost a year. No, that's not true. A winter editorial piece in two winters. But my commercial work is piling up, which is wow. honestly better. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of where you want to be. Work is work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. You, you know, yeah. But my commercial have... work for skiing is not the same as a as commercial work for, say, I don't know, what's I don't know, Revlon or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. We're not <laughs> yeah, yeah, super yeah. Gucci stuff. It's, yeah. It's kind of the same stuff. But Still a little nitty gritty. For a brand, and you're shooting to an art director's, you know, style sheet and all that kind of stuff. So right. this this actually brings me up to uh, a, another kind of good point. I think that will be good for me and just kind of other people, kind of w- with within this kind of genre. You know, is when you deal with art directors because I feel like a lot of people, you know, I'm maybe I'm just speaking about myself. 
You know, it's like if, <laughs> if I do like email somebody something, right? It's like you there you, you don't really just like send them a photo in a way. Like you, you that's not how it goes. Like you have to like do the research um, about the company, the brand, what they're looking for, and especially with editorials, is everything's kind of seasonal. Like if if you are shooting stuff you know, in, in, in wintertime when it's like March or something and they're getting ready to roll out like some big spring collection. It's like they're not even going to really kind of pay attention to it. So they're like, not even going to pay attention. Yeah. So what what's that like? Like what, what's probably your best advice for for people kind of getting into those editorial pieces and stuff like that and dealing with those kinds of like directors and how to manipulate that? Well, I mean, that, that's two different questions there. You're asking how to deal with art directors is very different than how to deal with an editorial cycle. Okay. Um, uh, knowing the editorial cycle is really important. Um, if you're calling, you know, like they, most of the ski magazines, for example, and bike magazines have their um, editorial meetings at a certain time every year. Mm -hmm. And if you need to know when that is, and same goes for surfing, climbing, skateboarding, whatever it is you want to get into. And if you email them a month after that, you're done. Like you're out for a year. You missed it. (laughs) And commercial is totally different. Like that's a completely different beast. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, no quite <laughs> <laughs> it's good it it's good something more specific and i can answer it but um but yeah as far as like making a pitch to a commercial brand um that's really hard to like most of it you just need to introduce yourself politely yeah mm-hmm. and then after that like it, you're not going to spell everything shoot. correctly you're not going <laughs> to yes yeah <laughs> spell the names correctly as a marketing person a really good idea yeah um, yeah, yeah but say it um, correctly travis yeah those say, things say take time those don't happen overnight um if you're gonna cold call like you're not gonna no one's picking up the phone on a cold call and saying, yeah, we're going to hire, you know, Nike's mm-hmm. going to hire you tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's just not going to happen. It takes and time. It, it just takes And probably time. you you can't be too easily offended. You need to take some hits and keep on trucking, I'm sure. That's a huge part of one of my presentations that I give for Sigma is have a thick skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have to. You just have to. Because as artists, they, we tend to be a little more – like, but it's so pretty, and I love it. And it's like, no, it sucks. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to die now. And it's like, can't well, be that way. Well, <laughs> you know it sucks, it might be timing is Do wrong. Do this better. We're, we're or, yeah, in a different yeah. direction right now. Right. It's like, not you, it's me. Or me, yeah. it's you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a big part of it. Um, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I, I think I think you just, you know, it all boils down to putting your time in. For me, at least, that's what it boils mm-hmm. down to. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, was I, never, I, like, I hope it's that talented photographer is the bottom line. Like it all just took work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just and think I your, your story. That, man. Yeah, I just think your story about with powder. I mean, that that is, yes. is I think it I, just explains that to to the thing. It's like you you went out, you 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 submitted this work. They was like, hey man, no it's, it's not up to par. <laughs> but what I what I want to, I mean, what I think that was really beautiful with that is although they, you know, it, at the time it was like, man, this is heartbreaking, but they, ch- 
like told you what to look for. Like yeah, they showed like you, that, like, hey, right. this yeah. is what this is what we expect. This is what we want you to pay attention to. At no yeah. point, right. it, and, and again, I, I didn't read the letter. You know, because they could have just been like, no, yeah, they could have <laughs> go back. away. But right. they yeah. actually took yeah. the time to say, hey, you know, this is what do you this. need to do. This yeah. is what you can get better. better at, and then you know, send send this back. It wasn't like don't ever you know talk to us again. They was like, hey. No, do this, and then we'll talk later. So, I mean, I, yeah, I think yeah. that's huge, man. And then just the whole story of 10 years later, like, putting in the work to yeah. do it, and then it just all kind of unfolds like that. That is, that is like, inspirational, man. That should be, like, a Netflix-like series right there. <laughs> like, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Like. I'll tell you what. It was, it was a good feeling, to be sure. I mean, that would be like one yeah, of those it, times when you just kind of like go in a closet, maybe maybe shed a couple tears, and then be like, "Okay, I got this." this <laughs> grab good. It's good. We're crying in closets, crying into the bourbon in the closet. No, I. If, if there's one thing I don't do, it's cry. For some reason, I, I just uh-huh. can't. But I feel like if, if that was me, I think I, I would cry. Like if you Sony think about ever, it? if Sony, <laughs> if Sony ever came to me and was like, "Hey, man, like we would love for you to be an ambassador or something," like I think that would be the only moment in my life that I would actually probably cry. That that's about it. <laughs> No other I have three kids and I didn't cry, so I beat you on the no crying. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, yeah, man. it's weird. It's so, a disability. I so Liam, it. you let's talk about gear for a second because again, my yeah, real quick, my horrendous, horrendous story, you know, about Sigma, <laughs> Sigma. Like third party lenses because I'm an idiot. But I, man, I was so dumb. <laughs> um, but you actually shoot you you actually shoot Sony now, so it. Throughout this whole conversation, you talked a lot about the the Canon cameras that you use and how they really kind of like kind of pole vaulted your career and and really kind of got you there. But now you shoot Sony like 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 solely, right? Or do you still kind of go back and forth? Nope, nope. I'm 100 percent on Sony right now. My main yes. body, my main body is Sony A92. Oh, nice. Uh, my backup slash secondary body is a Sony A7 III. Oh, nice. Um, and all the Sigma lenses that I have, so I have a 1424, uh, 2470, 7200, 1400, and a 15600. Oh, wow. Um, Thanks. Three of those five are native Sony E-mount, and, um, and they're phenomenal. So, but then the other ones, I use the MC11 adapter, and yeah. it works really well. Like, really well. Um, you know, you... you how do I say this nicely? Uh, we, we you don't have, have these, to. Yeah, you know, just let it let it go. Warriors that are like the MC11 doesn't do anything fat. Like, dude, you shoot like I don't know ducks on a pond. What are you <laughs> talking about? Um, like, I just nailed three covers with that exact setup. Yeah, so, of a fast moving what a person. Of someone yeah. moving 35 miles an hour that came over a horizon line where I couldn't find them. Until yeah. a millisecond when they popped over. And, you know, it's like not many people are pushing their gear as hard as, as No, you know? absolutely not. Yeah. And and it just works over and over again. Which is why Travis should have listened, but he was just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, Travis. Well, well, see here, here, here's. Here's here's my thing, all right, and may, maybe I'm trying yeah, to make excuses yourself, for myself. Yeah, defend yourself, Travis. Make but, it better. <laughs> but I think that what you said, uh, uh, Liam, actually holds a lot of value. Is 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 that is that term keyboard warrior? And what I think a lot of people do 
you know, technology is advancing at such a rapid pace, especially in, yeah. in the photography world. I mean, Sony just announced the the Alpha One, which is a phenomenal camera, um, and, and you, you may be getting that here here pretty soon. I don't know if, if that's on your roadmap, but I We're think so many <laughs> people they 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 look at the spec sheet, right? They read the spec sheet, they they compare specs to other brands. But that's it. They don't actually use the equipment. They don't actually take it out and get the experience on it. They don't actually fully grasp like the the experience with it, or fully grasp the actual like item itself. They just yeah. read a spec sheet and then want to talk yeah. crap about it. Like, oh well, it doesn't have 4K 120. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, they're mm-hmm. like just discrediting <laughs> it for like the most minute things. Um, and yeah, yeah. And I think that's the worst thing people can do is count things out without even taking that chance. I also have beef with the people who do the opposite, where it's like, yeah, but my camera can do this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably could have got that shot on a Rebel. You know, like, it it isn't always the equipment either. Like, that always frustrates me. And I'm not one or the other. I don't really talk about techie stuff. But it it always drives me nuts when they they go that route. And it's like, well, mine's better than yours. And it's like, well, give me a Canon Rebel in the same light and the same pretty person, and I'll I'll shoot the heck out of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure even, like, Liam, you give him a crap Rebel, but, you know, a decent lens, and you'd still rock it, <laughs> you know? We, w- we would make some amazing. magic happen. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's talent it's in the person. It's about work. It's about getting up early. It's about finding the light. It's about looking at shadows and, light, and contrast. Yeah. It's about... I mean, it's about so much more than the, what Just the keyboard the gear. warriors yeah. think about, and... So, you know, like, you know, kind of going back to where we started, Travis is like, I'm, I was, you know, just shooting covers and making shit happen. Sorry, <laughs> no, you're good. You're, you're good. And it's like, oh, you're like, and someone might be like, it's 1.1 milliseconds slower on the frame rate. I'm like, and you're so? like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get up at 4 a.m. in the morning and climb a peak and then, and then make yeah. magic happen. Like, yeah, that's what it boils down to. Making Man, magic. That's awesome. This has Sorry, been didn't great. Mean, didn't didn't oh. mean to give you a hard time there, Travis. No, no, no. No, 100%. give him a hard time. No, you you are not giving me a hard time because I mean that this whole that's... podcast is about me giving Travis a hard time. So somebody's <laughs> well, doing it. Pretty right? much. But <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. And that's something too yeah, that 100%. you know for for me, you know, that's something that I've slacked on with, with my own business and my own travel stuff. But that's it it doesn't matter. You know, I know what right looks like. I'm just not doing it. And I think there's so many other people out there, too, that that they might not know what right looks like. You know, they might, you know, you know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. So it's like hearing that, like, hey, like, you've got to put in the work. Like, you know, um, like Chris Burkhardt, you know, he is is a phenomenal photographer. He he is a Sony artist and a Sony artist of imagery. Um, but he's, I think, probably one of the younger artisans. Everybody else is either like, like, kind of older, kind of been been in the business a while. Who are you calling um, old, Travis? Well, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, older <laughs> as far old? as like, like, you know, <laughs> 20, 30 years in in a in a, in a, photo, in a photography yeah, in industry. industry. Um, yeah. But you know, you got other people that may just be an ambassador, not so, not so much an actual artisan of imagery. But what Chris has done is he really, really buckled down, put in the work built this huge, you know, social media empire, and that's what set him apart was him putting in the work to get to those big spots, to get in those right. big kind of leagues. 
Um, right. It, it wasn't something that he just posted an image and it, he, you know, he went viral over. Went viral, like, yeah. It was something yeah. that you have to be consistent with. You have to work at. And I think you know, so many people, especially in this microwave society, I've said it probably on the podcast ten million times, but people just expect success to happen to them. They just want to sit there. They might. Take well, they one all think photo. they're special. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they and, do. And you're not all special. I just want to repeat that. Like some of you might be, but not all of you. <laughs> Your kids That's are mean. special, but you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. there we go. Exactly. Um, but I, it's just we live. And in neither this am I, for the record. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> but we live I in this society. I think the only thing that I've done okay with is because people like me okay, and then they just come back. That's my only talent. But see that that's, 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 that's a good talent to have. But see that's again that that's what sets you apart. And I think again it's all you know you can be the best photographer in the world, but if you can't right. be personable or communicate have a conversation or be nice, or communicate, yeah, yeah uh-huh. or have any type of charisma, like you know you're still not going to go far because. Right. If you take a great photo, great. You know, one million other people can take great photos. Like, what are you right, doing yeah. besides that? The writing or my glowing personality is what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Not your writing, <laughs> just your glowing personality. No, not my writing. Liam's writing. I was thinking Yeah, of... yeah Liam's okay. writing. Yeah, his, his writing's good. Yours isn't that great. You haven't seen my writing. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated in 2000. I might have good writing for, <laughs> you know, stuff. <laughs> Well, Liam, man, seriously, thank you for this podcast. Yes, thank you for this, this opportunity. This has been huge. I, I hope I didn't uh, get too many of your industry secrets out of there. <laughs> no, uh, you don't no, look no, out. No. Travis and I will show up in Colorado and be like, well, we're here to carry your bags. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to go somewhere fun and shoot fun things. So, A hundred percent. So, Liam, <laughs> man, if you could just just give give the people what they want. Tell them where they can find you online, on Instagram, Facebook. Tell, tell them where, where they out. can connect with you. Oh yeah, that that's pretty easy. I you know the Instagram is just Liam Duran Outdoors, um, and that's about it. You know my YouTube channel is really bad, so I don't even want to plug it. I'm just kind of <laughs> trying to learn how that works. Travis um, knows all about that, right, yep, Travis? Yep, I'm, 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 in, I'm <laughs> there. Uh, but I'm if there. anyone, you know, uh, my email is. Do we get spammers on this one? Uh, from us. Yeah, you well, can put your email. There's only like, oh, no, there's only legit people listening, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Liam <laughs> Liam, L-I-A-M-J-S-K-I, at msn.com, and hit me up with any questions. Um, oh, that's I'm always amazing. happy to answer questions, and um, yeah, that's about it. You'll that's probably see awesome. Travis's email come yeah, through. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. <laughs> I'm going to email you every day now. The uh, only spam you'll get. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, thank you. Thank you, Liam. This has been amazing, and, and thank you yeah. for just just telling, just taking this time and, telling and just like telling, telling yeah. like it is, man. That That's yeah. awesome. And again, yeah. a huge shout out to Sigma. Your, your lenses are fast, okay? They're, they're not slow, all right? They're crazy fast and crazy it's too sharp. late, Travis. They don't want to sponsor you. Oh, uh, well, I, 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 don't, I don't think they did, but I, I just feel so bad for being a turd. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Thank you all for tuning in to this riveting episode of the Bourbon and Boca <laughs> podcast. We will see you all on the next one.